talk about Michigan basketball, Duncan Robinson, Miami Heat, and also the NBA Finals in the state of Juwan Howard, NBA uh, factory building in Ann Arbor versus John Beeline. And Ray, look him up on Twitter. Uh, he's standing by. How you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, before we get going, uh, and I'll get your thoughts on the NBA Finals in a moment, well, where's Juwan Howard's roster at right now for this upcoming season? I've never seen anything like it that we're into June, and they're still trying to figure out incoming players. Yeah, so they have 10, 10 scholarships right now that are that are that are taken. So that means that there's three left. Um, they were in the running for Olivier Kamwa. He was the starting power forward for Tennessee. Very, very good player. Um, uh, Michigan led for a long, long time. It was between Michigan and going to Europe to play pro. Um, it was believed after the G League elite camp. That's like the G League Combine. Um, he was going to make a decision on what he was going to do. Interestingly enough, he ended up going to um, he set up a visit with West Virginia, and that was kind of out the blue. And then he set a visit to Kansas State, uh, and then he set a visit to Baylor. <laughs> so he went to West Virginia, visited, went to Kansas State, visited, um, had some NBA draft workouts in that in that time period as well, bumped the Baylor visit to after Michigan, so he just got done with that visit uh, here recently. And as of today, um, I just broke this on a space at 2 p.m., public space, um, but uh, it came down that, a public Twitter space, but it came down that Olivier Kamwa said no to Kansas State and said no to Michigan and now he is between Baylor and West Virginia. And in my opinion, Baylor is the heavy favorite. And West Virginia is still trying to make some things happen on the back end. Um, but it is between Baylor and West Virginia. But I believe Baylor is leading. And, um, but West Virginia is being given time to make a move here at the end. Um, so that's what's going on there. Zion Poland was a combo guard. He's about 6'4", transfer from... Um, transfer from the west coast and uh average like over 18 a game top 100 score last year uh he ended up uh having michigan in his top five but uh a few people have told me different people uh one of which was a high major division one coach was like it's going to be between florida and lsu don't be shocked at florida um due to their relationship with the UC Riverside coaching staff. That's where he came from, I believe. Um, so, know him. Um, and then you have someone who's not even in the portal yet. That's someone that people are really looking forward to being in the portal and hoping he goes into the portal. That's Antonio Reeves, uh, small forward slash guard from Kentucky. Very, very, very good player. From Chicago, has Mac Urban ties, which Jawan has really, really great ties with. Um, and if he were to go portal, they're saying it will be between Michigan and Memphis that I heard you know, today. Then I've been hearing it's not about the money, which is good for Michigan at the same time, you're looking at, you know, there's once he hits portal and starts hearing different numbers, that can always change. But from my standpoint, his goal is to make the NBA, and Juwan has sent 
you can you can argue and say he's you can call him a bunch of names, but what you cannot say is that he has not sent wings to the NBA draft. Franz Wagner, um, NBA. Isaiah Livers, NBA. Shondi Brown got picked up, NBA. Uh, Caleb Houston, as rough as his season was, still got to the NBA. Kobe Bufkin and Jet are, are going to be first-round picks this upcoming draft. So someone like Antonio Reeves should find that very appealing. Um, so that's where it kind of stands right now. Um, they need a backup center, and they need a big guard. And however they can get those two will be huge. I think a backup center is important, and a big guard is very important. Losing out on Olivier Kamwa does, does stink from a talent standpoint. But in my opinion, that is the, that's one of the least worried about spots that Michigan has. Um, it would have been great to upgrade that spot with someone like Olivier. But in terms of um, needs, they need need a big guard and they need need a backup setter. Um, or you're going to be rolling with Will Cheddar being a backup five-man for Terrace Reed, who at times showed to be very foul-prone last year, something he's going to have to take care of. So how's the team going to be, Han, just uh, not even waiting on whether or not they get Reeves from Kentucky? When you look at Juwan Howard in this Michigan basketball roster right now and you compare it to a year ago going into last season, are they the same, better, Worse? Uh, how would you make that well, comparison? They're going to be worse because because you you number one. I thought Kobe Bufkin was the most important player last year. He's gone. You lose out on a potential All American candidate for this year, and Hunter Dickinson. He's gone. Their roster has gotten worse. When around the league has gotten a lot better. Michigan State's gotten better. Purdue's gotten better. Indiana's gotten better. Uh, Illinois has gotten better. Um, Maryland has gotten better. Uh, Ohio State has gotten better. Um, man, so many schools. Right now, I would have Michigan in that in like a bottom four range. Honestly, they'll be bottom four with like Nebraska, Northwestern, mm. Penn State, Minnesota. That bottom five. So in that 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 range. 10 through 10 through 14 somewhere in there um and that's not you know that's you know it's not good but i, I can't people who have like followed me on twitter they know that i could be very vocal and you know i have disagreed with a lot of what Juwan has done this is not a Juwan problem this is this is an athletic department problem this is a ward manual problem um fighting fighting where where money should be going like donors are kind of confused don't donors don't know whether to give the money to the athletic department or the nil collective so they're able to pay for some of these for some of these players and it feels like there's like a civil war within michigan um especially when it comes to michigan basketball it's not an issue with football it's, things come easier when you're making back-to-back cfps right but when it comes to basketball and you're at a football school, if you're not really winning and doing great, great things, which they're not right now, you know, they're really not going to invest in that. And that's just how it goes. And right, follow him on Twitter, A-N-T-W-R-I-G-H-T, uh, joining us on the Rose Dumber Coffee guest line talking uh, Michigan hoops. So no matter whose fault it is, if Juwan is – a bottom feeder in the Big Ten and not 
in the NCAA tournament a year from now? Is he still the Michigan coach? I mean, you could have that discussion, um, and it could be something where Juwan doesn't even want to deal with this again. Like, why would you want to go through another summer where you're not given the resources when you're going out there and you're making top threes, you're making top fives, you're in the you are in the final stretch. But when it comes time to say, hey, we have to put premium on this player, he's getting pushback. And you can't close the deal because of that. It doesn't matter how good of a salesman you are, if you don't have the resources to close some of these acquisitions, it doesn't matter how good you are if, if the checks aren't cashing. So it's not even about him being successful or not this year. If the resources aren't there for him, why would you even be here, right? Because you're because you're continuously not only fighting other schools for guys, you're fighting your own team, <laughs> your own department who's who's supposed to give you all the resources. And you know what's bad about that? If he ends up leaving, the candidates for the next job are going to be <laughs> very mediocre. Because how many? Because you can't afford a a, a Muslim you can't afford a and and Oates to expect to come to Michigan understanding that they're not going to get backing and resources from the department to go out and get these guys. Musselman has $6 million per year to spend on players, and that's growing every single year. He he has two or three guys he got committed to Arkansas, some of the top transfers. Those cats didn't even visit. So if – you're able to get those type of dudes without even visiting, but then Juwan has to fight tooth and nail to get guys on campus, and then you're right there at the end, and you can't put a check on the table. So long. Gone. And right, joining us, follow him on Twitter, a fabulous Twitter account when it comes to hoops football and everything, University of Michigan, Big Ten, and beyond. And that goes back to Hunter Dickinson, who I think waited as long as he could to make that final decision, which eventually was Kansas, because he was seeing if Michigan would step up. And in the end, I think it might have been on your spaces or one of your you know, uh, blogs or something, and that yeah. I read that he got like seven hundred grand or even more from Kansas, and, the, and he was only in like the 70000 range at Michigan. Yeah, so via collectives, he got $70,000. That's not including, like, Barstool or, like, the Outback deal he did. And those are deals that he he got and did on his own. But just collectives, it was just $70,000. So. What did he get at Kansas? I don't know. What did he get at Kansas? Yeah, so, like, I don't know what he got at Kansas. But what I can say is it doesn't matter what they told him. The proof was in the pudding with guys like Grady Dick, Dylan Wilson. They were treated like kings last year. Kings last year. So they don't even have to sell him on NIL when they could just point him, hey, go hey, go ask that family what they got. And that family would say they got X amount of dollars. And, have, and if you're Hunter, Dylan Wilson was the first team All-American this last year. If you're Hunter, you're on a national championship caliber contender, you're going to be an All-American, too. So you could go one-to-one. Oh, Wilson got this? Oh, I know I can get that, too. If not more this upcoming year. So whatever that number is, it's going to be a big number. You know, one thing I'll say about these numbers, that Michigan, because of their success right now in winning back-to-back Big Ten titles, uh, back-to-back college football playoff appearances, 
if they ever become average, and when I say average, nine and three or so, and they're not going to have that big collective money or money to play with, uh, to no, because it is a football school, right? Right. They can go zero and twelve, and they'll yeah. still get that support. Because they, because they're, uh, you're saying they're football. But I, I do think, though, they'll get that support. But being competitive, when you look at some of the numbers being thrown around, and one thing, Ant, we don't know what's real and what's Twitter fake information, correct. right? Correct, 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 correct. And I think that the, the football team is getting treated very, very well. But I think that, you know, those numbers may not be as big, but they would still be very, very healthy even if they were not a very good team, because at the end of the day, Michigan is driven by football. That's the end-all, be-all, is all football. Right. All right, before I let Some you other go- sport does well, great, yeah. you know. But football drives a bus. We get that, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, before I let you go, your thoughts on Duncan Robinson, the shooters. You talked about the wings that Howard's uh, cranked out. Uh, John Beeline, some magic with shooters that we see in the NBA, like Poole, and Duncan Robinson, and they were just going nuts with the three ball in that second half last night. The uh, series is tied at a game apiece. Uh, a lot of pressure on Denver in game three to win that. Your thoughts on the Heat and the Nuggets? Um, the Heat even being at, at this point just speaks volumes to that coaching matters, front office matters, being able to believe in these guys that were thrown to the dirt by all these other teams, being able to take take those guys and make them a cohesive unit um, is is always fascinating to me. Um, you know, outside of Bam and outside of Bam and Jimmy, um, most of these guys are you know undrafted or like second round guys uh, right right now because you know Harrow was out. I know Zeller was top five, but he's like a rotational big. But in terms of the, the guys who are truly making an impact, it's amazing to see um, where these guys came from. Um, Duncan's done an amazing job. Uh, the way that he was able to uh, get into that program and not only get in there, but also show out early and show out often. Um, you know, he's been able to seize opportunities and I think that's what life is all about is about you're going to get an opportunity are you going to be ready are you going to be ready for when that opportunity drops are you going to be ready and he was and he was he killed it in his workout and he killed it when he uh, joined the heat he killed it on their uh, G League team so he got a two-way when he was on his two-way he was one of the best shooters in the NBA and he and and his percentage was, I believe, top five all time at one point, all time, all time, NBA. And the fact that he was able to do that, and he's at six eight, sprinting all over the court, like sprinting, dead sprint with a quick release, um, showing his value to to the league. You know, he's getting guys paid. You know, I call it like the. Uh, the Draymond effect, where like Draymond was so impactful coming into coming into uh, his own, where the the clunker big is going extinct because of him, and guys who are mobile, even at six seven six eight, who could play the big man spot, are giving an opportunity, are given a chance. The fact that Duncan is doing what he's doing, he's getting guys like him paid. Joe Harris, he's getting him paid. He's getting these guys who are sharpshooters who could really space the floor for some of these 
prime elite athletes. Um, and what he's been able to do is, um, is just amazing to see. It's amazing to see. I love it. Yeah, right. Follow him on Twitter. Great job. Ton of blogs, uh, public spaces on Twitter and more. A N T W R I G H T N. Always great to talk hoops with you, my man. ITS first. ITS. Oh, it's at right. I- yeah, yeah, ITS. I don't want to forget that. It's not at right. It's like it's at right. You're, you are at right, but you got to do the ITS. That's my bad. All right, brother. 